The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Dr. Feelgood himself, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's cracking, sir? It's ridiculous. What is ridiculous? I don't know. I don't know if I like the doctor Do- name anymore. I love the doctor. I think it's got to it's gotta stay. It needs to stay. It has to stay. I'm sorry. All right. (laughs) Love it. So what's new, man? What's new with you? Oh, not a whole lot is new. Yeah. um, Yeah, I don't don't have a whole lot new going on. It's kind of the same same old, old, same uh, old, same old shit, different day, huh? Yeah, for the most part. Yep, I understand. Totally. Oh, I um, I talked to our good buddy Justin Spurrier yesterday for a while. Caught up. Yeah. And they, him and Rob Garcia, yes, purchased a place in um, Garnett, Kansas. It's a historical building. Nice. And they're trying to raise on. because there is a lot of structural issues and other stuff like that. Yeah, so sure. They do have a GoFundMe page, which we'll share on the website Absolutely. and on our page. But they are open to paranormal, private paranormal investigations right now. Very nice. So Very nice. Always fun. If you are fun. interested, you can contact me. And I will give you all the details on it. Dude, that'll be sweet, though. That'll be super sweet. And figure out a way. They have a website, but I don't know it off the top of my head. Okay. They're just getting to the point of opening up. I mean, it's a very historical place. Tons of famous people have stayed there. Nice. And... We talking like a hotel? Like what was, was this? I think it was originally a hotel, and Ooh. many doctors have used it over the years for surgery and other things. Yeah, and, uh, they even used it as a prison for a little bit. Whoa. At least some of the rooms. I I don't know all the details on it, uh, history history wise, but dude, that's awesome. It's going to be a new place in Kansas oh, that yeah. people can book to investigate so so when are we going working on it yeah we need to uh we need to do that we could do oh my god we could do an ecto live there definitely yep 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 speaking of fun stuff like that you're uh you're coming up this weekend aren't you aren't you bud yeah i'm gonna be up there saturday morning yep to record our 200th episode i think uh and i lost you Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me at all? Uh, yeah, that's better. I'm like, this is so stupid. But whatever. Okay. So as long as you can hear me. You shouldn't multitask. You should have the... <laughs> shouldn't. It's your internet. It's Iowa. It's got to so. be the Iowa. The Iowa internet. That's what it is. I promise that's what it is. So... I'm thinking that when we are recording on Saturday, I think we record from the big, uh, like the lobby area, the giant picture of the captain and all of that fun stuff. I say that's where we record. Sure. Wherever. I'm going to bring my GoPro and other video cameras and you should too. And we'll make a YouTube video out of it as well. I like it. 
I like it. We could do all sorts of fun stuff with that. So hell yeah. What's been new with you? There is um a lot, actually, my friend. <laughs> Can you still hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, um there's a lot going on. I will say that. Um in the last five days, a lot has uh come up. I'm not I can't. <laughs> Within a week, most likely, I'll be able to talk about all this. So most likely, by the time we're doing the news episode next week, I'll be able to just spill all the beans about all of this shit. Um, pretty interesting. You and I can talk after, uh, obviously, after the show. But yeah. Did I fucking lose you? No, I'm here. Oh, I was God. talk, man. Okay. Okay. It's just... Uh, shitty fucking internet, man. Shit-tastic internet. That's what it is. You just moved down here. Yeah, that's got to be it. That's what I need to do. Of course, who the hell's going to run the manor? It's a good point. Move down here. It's a good point. Good point. So, uh, did you find anything uh, anything interesting this week as far as paranormal news? Idaho what? woman. Idaho woman. Okay. Crashes her car and says Bigfoot is to blame. <laughs> yes, this is this is exactly why I love doing the news. All right, let's do this. Let's do uh, this. This comes from coast to coast. Okay. Um, authorities with Idaho Lataw County Sheriff's Office were surprised this past week when a woman walked into their headquarters and said that she had crashed her car because she had spotted Bigfoot. Wow. The strange incident occurred on Wednesday evening when the driver allegedly saw something chasing deer along the highway. <laughs> when she passed the perplexing pursuit, a woman looked in the, the woman looked in her rearview mirror and saw a bipedal hairy beast that stood in an astounding seven or eight feet tall. Damn. Amazed by what she was witnessing, the driver did not take her eyes off the creature in the mirror, which led to her smashing into a deer that had run into the road. Whoops-a-daisy. Incredibly, the woman continued onward with her trip to pick up her husband and after that headed directly to the sheriff's office to report the Uh, bizarre event. She walked... That whole way, then, like I mean, no, I I maybe but... I'm guessing the damage was wasn't so she could too limp bad her car. She's yeah. able to drive. She could get her car um, there. Damn, man! Considering the potential ridicule she was willing to endure, and the fact that she reported the incident to police when she presumably did not have to, it stands to reason that the woman genuinely believes that she saw Bigfoot and did not fabricate the story. God, that is nuts. In response to her report, police did check out the area where the encounter allegedly occurred, but found nothing in the way of Bigfoot evidence at the scene. The driver came out of the accident with only minor neck injuries, some damage to her vehicle, and a story she'll carry with her for a lifetime. With that in mind, the most unfortunate player in the story is probably the poor deer who apparently escaped the clutches of Bigfoot only to fall victim to the distracted driver. Wow, man. But you think maybe she just made it up? I was just going to ask, like, now I'm sure the article doesn't say anything about this, but I mean, we should probably look into this a little more because what, like (laughs) she walks into this freaking police station. They take her statement and all this fun shit. Do they do they do any further tests on her? Not necessarily exactly. like psychological tests or anything like that. I'm saying just like a general blood alcohol check or something. I mean, I mean, was she drunk? Did she crash? And she's looking for a uh, something to blame it on. You know maybe, what I'm saying? I mean, maybe. Be like, no, why it wasn't me. It was Bigfoot. I hit a deer. And I need to make a report yeah. to the insurance. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah, because I'm sure that her uh, her insurance doesn't cover, you know, Bigfoot or anything like that. She was well, she, honestly, she would have been better off saying that she just 
hit a deer. deer. Yeah. Rather than something distracting her and making it her fault. That's a good point. Yeah, she's probably donked. Donked. It's kind of my like, word. I'm sorry. I like I like the word a sexual donk. Sexual term, isn't it? Oh, totally. Go donk <laughs> one out. Yeah, absolutely. I say donk all the time <laughs> in reference to sex. But yeah, she's probably donked is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. You just don't want to use the F word. Yeah, she's donked. I'm trying to clean it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Why? I'm really not. <laughs> I just like the word donk. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my goodness. That's an interesting story, though, man. Very, very interesting. I got... Uh, so if you if that happened to you, if, uh, would you report it to the police station? If I if I legitimately saw what I would consider like Bigfoot, would I report it to the police? That's what you're asking. I would call In that situation. I would where call you, might you need first. A police report no, for would, insurance reasons. Yeah, well, I would call you first because you. Well, we don't know who she obviously went and picked up her husband. Yeah, that's true. So she talked to other people before she went to the police, but maybe she needed a police report for insurance reasons. It's very possible, man. But, like, honestly, I could probably say that I would probably keep the whole Bigfoot thing under my hat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it yeah. was uh, me talking to you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, me talking to a buddy, like, who I trust. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because, like I said, like, People ask me all the time, oh, do you believe in Bigfoot? Well, I've never met Bigfoot. You know what I mean? So I can't say yes and I can't say no. I'm going to take your line on this, but I think it's possible. <laughs> but I've never... It's spreading. <laughs> yeah, right? But I've never I've never met Bigfoot. You know what I mean? So I have no idea. No idea. So most likely, I would keep that under my hat. So you smacked a deer. Call it good. That's what I would do. Now, what about you? I probably would do the same. Do the thing. same? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I would run to every paper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would talk to people about it, but. Yeah, I mean, I would. You know what? I might talk to people two to three years after the fact. I'd be like, you know, this one time. Tell the story or whatever. That's freaking weird, though, man. Um, I got something here. So I know we've been talking a lot about this, uh, you know, this whole like end of the world crap. And most likely, what you said, it's a goddamn and like it is a mathematical certainty that something is going to smack into us one day on this planet, and it's going to be probably fairly huge. I mean, it's just, it's a certainty. Here we are just floating around, you know what I mean? Um, so NASA is to uh, smash a spaceship into an asteroid as part of emergency rehearsal mission to save mankind. So apparently they've listened to the ectoplasm show. They uh, they must be familiar with uh, the subject matter that we cover quite often. Um, it says NASA and the European Space Agency want to ram into an asteroid in a in a bid to save humanity from a deep impact style catastrophe. They want to see whether it's possible to uh, deflect a space rock from its course as part of a planetary defense mission. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, this good. Is, I mean, at least absolutely. Yeah. So it says fears over potentially deadly asteroids are at an all time high. Uh, after the White House issued an emergency defense plan in the event well, of a collision. Well, we talk about it every yep, week, too. And we do. We do. And I think everybody out there is, yeah, they're all fans of the Ectoplasm yeah. show. Apparently, everybody's Including listening. Including Trump. Like, yep. it's all the way up to the White House. Yep. So, so I mean, everybody's, yeah, everybody's listening, right? Now, this would have been Obama, though. This would have been Obama. We know oh, he's well. a, yeah, we know he's a fan. Anyway. Um, esteemed British astrophysicist and cosmologist uh, Lord Martin Rees recently warned that the government should be spending millions on planetary defense. Now, that's also something that we've mentioned in the past. Uh, the proposed mission will use two spacecrafts, uh, one 
to be launched by the ESA in 2020 and the other then by NASA in 2021. The first spaceship, uh, dubbed AIM, uh, Asteroid Impact Mission, will orbit around uh, this freaking asteroid or whatever, which was discovered back in 1996. So they call this uh, 65803 Didmost, a near Earth asteroid Probably discovered. Probably the name of the person that. Yeah, yeah. Found it. Um, uh, very, I mean, very interesting, I mean, though. We've so, crashed things into asteroids yes. before. Yes. Just small things, though, not with the uh, intent of trying to move them. No, and I think that's exactly what they're just trying to do. NASA's then just going to smash into the rock. To try and, you know, change the trajectory. This is a very small step. Very, very small. an asteroid, yes, they do travel fast. Dude. But compared to comets, they're nowhere near as fast as asteroids. Or asteroids are nowhere near as fast as comets. But you think about that, yeah. I mean, so yeah, like you said, it's it's a small step, but it is a step, I believe, in the right direction. Um, I think it's finally, I think it's time anyway that they start taking this shit seriously. You know what I mean? Um, because it is, it is a legitimate I, thing that I wrote a article in high school, actually, just on a, a random blog thing that I put together. Some, I don't even remember what it, the blog was, but I wrote an article about how, because at that time I talked to a lot of people and they're like, we need to fix so the argue, general argument was, is we need to fix everything on the planet before we can start sending people into space. Right. We're doing all that yeah. crap. And I'm like, yeah, we're, we're always going to be fighting each other. It's never going to be yeah. no fighting on the planet. It's never going to be 100% peaceful. Right. Unless everybody's just like, taken over mind control anyways (laughs) my argument was is that we know this is going to happen at some point sure and our petty little squabbles bullshit's not going to matter if something hits our planet and kills us well and it was like uh so all the money we're spending on all kinds of other stuff yeah we need to defend our country yeah we need to help out the poor but yes. there's so much waste. There's so much waste that's used or that's just excused because it's used for something like that. Well, because it can there's justify so, it in some way, correct? Yeah. Yeah. There's so much waste out there that if we spend... I mean, I don't know why, but during when Obama was in office... Yeah, we accidentally sent eleven billion dollars to Iran. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Imagine what you could do with that bill, eleven billion dollars. Hey, why don't you send defense. that eleven billion dollars over here to Iowa? <laughs> Let's try that. <laughs> That's just one thing that they accidentally sent over. They actually accidentally sent them. I think it was the CIA made a t- wrong transfer account and sent yeah. them 11 billion dollars. <laughs> like how the fuck do but we you do, do that? that all the time? Yeah. For different reasons we give other countries sums like that. And I know that at times it we may have to. Yeah. But still defense of the planet, defense of the United States space-wise will be defense of the planet. Right. Right. Wasn't so it Reagan? On that. Wasn't it Reagan at one time that said, you know, like, well, he wanted Star Wars. Yeah, but that was more from space firing from, things at the planet. Correct. But I mean, he he flat out said one. At, I don't even remember who he was talking to. Probably the United Nations. He said, I, "I." It makes me wonder how quickly all of our differences would be set aside if we were facing a, a threat from a from an outside, like an alien type source. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, it's totally true here. He's absolutely true. Now, I'm sure many people at that conference were thinking, okay, maybe his cheese slid off his cracker a little bit. You know, but he had a point. He had a very fair point there. Um, We would no longer just be, oh, the United States, Russia, Korea, anything like that. There would be no more of that. We, We would just be the human 
well, there race would still and that be would that. But you know what I'm saying? At that point, though, when we were fighting, we would all come together as just human beings to try to defeat whatever threat was uh, approaching. I guarantee it. And then we could bitch and moan yeah, about mean, how, you know, yeah. Later, after it was all said and done, <laughs> we'd get back to bitching as we do. Well, the other thing is, is we may not, like, if, let's say we have a threat against the planet. Yeah. And they find out they may put together something and actually take care of it and never tell us. You know, even how close it got or yeah, even that exactly. it happened. I mean, it's the possibility that they wouldn't even tell us. It's very um it's very Will Smith this thing Will Smith, Tommy Lee stopped. Jones. Yeah, it's very men in black type stuff here. I was thinking more of uh <laughs> the movie Core, The Core. I've never seen it. And that was that was a okay, so the basis basic synopsis is the core's uh, the core of the planet stops spinning and we start having all kinds of problems yes. and we find out in the end that it was the a US scientist test that stopped it bastard we, we were testing on it and we accidentally stopped it but during the show and I know this is Hollywood but during the movie they um, they kept it completely secret from the world even after they fixed things and wow. it took a hacker that was actually working for them to release everything <laughs> to the populace holy shit but it was a world, world, you know, it was every country coming together to restart the core of the planet. That's amazing. And they didn't tell the world about it, which I could see yeah. them doing. Yeah, I mean, but it does. It makes you wonder how often that um, that has already happened. Things, not that specific incident, obviously, but I'm saying like uh, similar things like that. I'm sure it happens all the time. Uh, speaking of fun stuff, by the way. This weekend, yeah. I totally watched the original. Uh, I watched uh, Cloverfield, and then I watched Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I didn't realize like I, I had seen Cloverfield before, obviously, uh, a few times. However, I forgot how short of a movie that is. One fifteen, man. You're it's in all, hour and fifteen. Yeah. You're in and out. You are in and out. Good sauce. Good sauce, man. I don't know. One of my favorites, that's for sure. One of my favorite movies. Fun story. So I got something interesting here. Ooh, yeah. Malaysian mystic makes bizarre MH370 claim. What? The story that won't die. Oh, well, shit. We never found it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, this comes from Coast to Coast as well. Uh, a self proclaimed shaman in Malaysia says that he knows where infamous flight MH370 went and when it will return. Give me a break. <laughs> Come on. Ibrahim Matt Zinn claims to have been protecting his home country for the last seven decades by way of mystical rituals that create a spiritual fence which wards off any attack by land, sea, or air. Huh. Apparently, that's the thing, too. So, yeah. uh, however, it is his most recent work that has drawn the attention of his fellow Malaysians as he attempts to get to the bottom of MH370 mystery. Wow. Using unorthodox methods involving coconut juggling and bamboo telescopes, the uh. mystic believes he has determined the fate of the doomed flight. In a recent interview about his search for the lost aircraft, Matt Zinn shared a stunning revelation. The plane is in a parallel realm, I knew he it was declared. Coming. I knew it was coming. It will be missing for 25 years before it returns. 25 years? Yeah, it doesn't say how old this guy is, but he might be dead by then and not worried about if it comes true or not. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. The fuck do I care? Uh, according <laughs> to the witch doctor, the passengers aboard the plane could still be alive due to time differences between the two dimensions, explaining that wow. the air is different. A month is like a day to them. This uh, is like at one. Huh. What? Nothing. Continue. I'm sorry. As one might expect, his pronouncements have been met with derision from his fellow Malaysians and condemned. 
from Islamic religious leaders who says that his mystical practices are forbidden. Ooh. Better be careful. No shit. Shit. Um, oh, okay. So, although this 86-year-old mystic is unlikely to see if his critics are correct. Bingo. We should know whether he is right sometime in 2039. Oh, God. Seems like so, such, yeah. a, such a long way away, it seems like. It's really not. Huh. That's interesting shit, so, yeah, well, I mean, I think it's on the moon, personally. I've seen pictures. I don't care if people say it's okay. um, wait, Photoshop what? or not. What? <laughs> it's up there. You think it's on the moon? Question. Yeah, I've seen it. What? How the fuck yeah. are you going to fly an airplane to the moon? How, how does that work? But it's just as possible as no, being in not. another dimension. May, no. You're going to no. run out. Of, no, you're running out of gas. You're going to run out of gas. You're running out of fuel. Once you get through the atmosphere, you can just motion. You're, you're already moving, so you can just float there. And hope to Christ you're on the right path. <laughs> well, yeah, with the aliens driving it, it should be Oh, fine. yeah, I forgot about that. Never mind. It's on the moon, people. You heard it here first. (laughs) Are there really like photos out there? Yeah. That people uh, claim that uh, it's actually on the moon, huh? I love how nonchalant you are about this. You're like, "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there. (laughs) Yeah, there she blows, guys, right there. Right there on the moon. Told you. I told you. Oh, my God. That's some fun shit. I didn't realize. Well, that's it, man. I mean, case closed. I mentioned it before. Yeah, probably. That it's on the moon. Case closed. This is not the first time. Case closed. brought up. I'm sure you're right. I just don't even remember, you know, waking up this morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, I'm out of it, man. Cheyenne, we are not smoking. We are drinking. Well, I am drinking. What are you drinking, pal? I don't think Josh is drinking. No, I'm drinking. You want to so, know what I'm drinking? Uh, uh, Rick Frank, which is Sleep Frank, asked, "Yeah, what are we drinking? And Cheyenne said, no, it's not what they're drinking. It's what they're smoking. That's right. I'm drinking a Bud Ice, lovely Bud Ice. Wow. This, this is tonight and a Monster. And a monster. <laughs> All right. I'm actually uh, it's hot chocolate. That's what I got because I'm a hard ass. Like uh, that. I'm a hard ass, yeah. dude. I get it. You need to get some peppermint schnapps to throw in there. <sighs> no, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. <clears throat> I mean, you've drank yeah. with me before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good for like three, four drinks and I'm just done. Not drunk or anything or sloppy or anything like that. I'm just fucking tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. I'm not good at it. I don't know. It is what it is. So we got a uh, another UFO report here. Uh, spotted in the Gulf of Mexico. This OSV engineer says that he saw a large craft hovering near a rig. Now, it says a crew member here, offshore supply vessel, the Gulf of Mexico, claims he saw a UFO five times the size of his vessel. And UFO trackers are now looking uh, for more witnesses, obviously, to come forward with any information possible related to the sighting. Now, the UFO sighting uh, occurred on Tuesday. Uh, in the Gulf of Mexico, approximately 80 miles southeast of New Orleans. The sighting was submitted to the National UFO Reporting Center, which apparently tracks UFO sightings and data uh, by the chief engineer of this OSV working uh, in the Gulf of Mexico. And they did that on Thursday afternoon. So it says here, close to 7 o'clock p.m. on the 21st of March, just before dusk, Myself and four of the uh, crew members aboard our vessel saw a craft. Uh, it appeared to be five times the size of our 240-foot vessel in length. 
My line of sight was about a quarter mile from our vessel. There was a rig behind the craft about a half mile. I used this to help gauge then the size of the craft. Now, sighting was approximately, yeah, like I said, 80 miles southeast of New Orleans. Uh, the scene lasted about 40 seconds, they said. Huh. Craft rose up out of the water. Here we go again. Rose up out of the water. So out of the Gulf of Mexico, about 40 feet. No water was then dripping from the craft. Within a split second, the craft disappeared at a 30-degree angle into the sky. Speed appeared to be faster than the speed of light, uh, turning turning on in a room. Within seconds, it had disappeared completely. It says, I can say for sure that the craft was dark-colored oval in shape, made no sound whatsoever. So with as many rigs, too, uh, that there had to be more witnesses than just the four of our vessel. Now, isn't that interesting, number one? I, I don't see something taking off at the speed of light and not making a noise. Doing what? Taking off at the speed of light and well, not that, making a noise. That's not the unbelievable part. What's the unbelievable part? That's not... So I can understand how maybe if it came out of the water, if it had a mecha- like a heating mechanism or something that made it so no water came off of it. Okay. But that size of a massive ship would be displacing a good amount of water. A and lot of water. if it came up close enough, it would make the void in the water fill in quickly, which would pull the ship towards it. And they point. don't report that happening. No, they didn't report any movement No matter whatsoever. how massive, no matter the technology, I can't see the possibility that it would not displace the water. So it would have to. I don't understand why they if it happened. I don't understand why they because didn't report that. I'm just going to see of, here. It the says water rushed in. Yeah, I mean, and it does say that the craft rose up out of the water about 40 feet. No water dripping from the craft, so they must have been seeing this thing literally break the surface. Then, as it's rising up. Um, how long? How big did they say the ship was? They said like it was the, five the times, five times the size of our 240 foot vessel in length. So it's over a thousand. Over a thousand feet. That's fucking huge. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's um, three football fields long. It's huge. More than three football fields long. It it would have displaced the water a ton. And they would have, even if they didn't pull their ship towards it, they they would have noticed something, a different kind of wave or, or something, I would think. And I think that they would report it, honestly. You would think so. Um, this is weird. Yeah, I don't quite understand it. And again, a craft that size moving that fast. Now, f- you know, what the fuck do I know? But still... A craft that big, moving that fast, making zero noise whatsoever, that's, to me, entirely unbelievable. I just don't buy that. You know what I mean? I don't know, pal. Sherry Washington says, I want love and tacos. I'm not sure what she's commenting on, but that sounds good. Sounds like good stuff to want. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want tacos now too. I really could go for a taco. <laughs> Shit. I'll have to make them tomorrow. <laughs> now you're going to make some tacos. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. You just tell me what time dinner is. I'll be over. Five be o'clock. There. Sweet. Hey, you should bring tacos on, on, on Saturday. I think they'd be better just to get them up there. Oh, yeah. So driving them up three hours, we can just get them somewhere up there. <laughs> Where's the closest place to get tacos? Council Bluffs. From your house. Probably a half know. hour away. Half hour away. Actually, from my house, literally like a block away, there's some hella good tacos. I don't think, I don't know if he'll be yes. early or, you know. We could go do lunch, man, or something. Afterwards, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Either that or you could help me uh, give tours. How about that? You're Maybe. Like, Fuck off. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like fun? Oh my goodness! <clears throat> let's let's say this: if somebody shows up 
wanting me to give them a tour, I will go on the tour with them. Oh, there you go. Investigate with them or, or whatnot for the hour. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like, what do I do? I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's fun. Show people around for a half hour and then turn them loose for a half hour. So they get to explore wherever they want for that 30 minutes. It's really, really Yeah, if somebody shows up and not a plant, not somebody you just have come in and say it, but if somebody shows up and says, I want the doctor to give me this tour. That's what they have to say. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. If they can say that, if they say, I want the doctor to go on this tour with me, then uh, what what do we give them? We got to give them something for that. I don't know. You want to give them a... I will I mean, give them. I will give them some Malvern Manor swag. That's what I will give them. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Just because, that's badass. All right. So I tell you what, we're gonna take a quick little break. We're gonna uh, hear a word from our sponsors, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you in just a brief minute. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, there you have it. And again, a big uh, big thanks to our sponsors, our good buddies over at Paranormal Warehouse and our pals over at Hysteria 51 as well. So hell yeah. Jason, my man, you with us? Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. So, yeah. Next story. Next story. Black hit me. Knight satellite destroyed. What's that? You know what the Black Knight satellite is? Not a clue. So the Black Knight. I'm sure it'll say some of this in the um, article here, but okay. the Black Knight satellite is a thing that has shown up in a lot of different pictures. It's something that's supposed to be orbiting our planet that nobody knows what it is. It's it's a weird shaped thing, and they call it the Black Knight satellite. Now, supposedly, some kid debunked it a couple of years ago. Okay, I haven't. I honestly, in years, I haven't looked much into it, so I don't know what might have changed with it or other theories. But that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a thing, not man-made. A satellite that's not man-made that's orbiting our planet and doing nefarious things is the thought. But it's and been, it's shown up in some pictures. But you're saying it's been destroyed? According to this article, yes. Interesting. So let's just get into the story here, and then we'll discuss it. All right. A strange story circulating among conspiracy theories over the last few days claim that the infamous Black Knight satellite has been shot down by the Illuminati. Oh, fuck me. Much like the notorious <laughs> Planet X... The alleged satellite has been a part of the UFO UFO lore due to various accounts of mysterious objects being spotted orbiting the Earth. 
Eventually, these seemingly unrelated stories congealed into the Black Knight satellite legend after NASA photographed a dark anomalous space object during a space shuttle mission. Now, I've seen these pictures, and it is weird looking, but there's no way you can really tell what it is. Okay. Um, since then, the narrative surrounding the satellite generally says that the object is an alien device tasked with watching over the Earth and that it's over 10,000 years old. I don't know where the hell they came up with that number, but that's the guess, I guess. 10,000 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Although lar- stop that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Although largely existing on the fringes of UFO research, the Black Knight satellite found its way into the news again recently in a scenario worthy of, worthy of its checkered past. Last week, a video appeared online that showed a glowing object streaking across the sky before breaking up and subsequently disappearing. The footage was accompanied by the backstory of how the object was the Black Knight satellite and that it was the moment that it was destroyed by a secret mission orchestrated by the Illuminati. Taking the tale even further into the fantastic, the footage was purportedly procured via a secret server used by WikiLeaks and then surreptitiously Ah. posted to YouTube by hackers hoping to reveal the truth. Interesting. Fortunately for fans of the Black Knight satellite, it appears that the entire story was fabricated as diligent researcher Scott Brando discovered the footage was actually from the 2010 re-entry of Japan's Hayabusa probe. So I didn't read that far into the article to know that why the hell did they write this? Anyways... That's fucking weird. Oh, according to Brando, according to this website, this guy, Scott Brando, actually thwarted an alien invasion back in December. We'll have to look more into that. Really? So uh, the guy that says we thwarted an alien uh, invasion that he did in December says that this isn't the Black Knight satellite. Huh. So who knows? Maybe it's out there. Maybe it's not out there. Why? Well, uh, maybe they're watching us. Maybe they're not. Hmm. That's interesting, though, man. I just... I've never personally heard of that, I don't think. I don't think. I don't know, man. I don't know. Never heard of it. What do we got over here? Well, this is cock-cock duty shit crazy. We should do an episode on that. I would be fine with that. So... What the fuck? Having problems? No, not at all. Um, just, yeah, I'm having problems believing this. Um, it says there's a colossal underwater wall that's encompassing the entire globe. I saw that headline. Did you really? I Did didn't you, read uh, it, but okay. I saw the headline. Like, I literally just happened upon this uh, because apparently it was just posted today. Says there's a certain uh, a certain piece of software that allows people to travel around the world in the comfort of their own homes. Google Earth, yeah, we we know that. Widely used nowadays, it's one of the favorite. Okay, people have found intricate structures like pyramids, ruins, etc., submerged in the oceans or hidden in the middle of some mountains. Some have even spotted UFOs and strange creatures. But one Google Earth. Okay, that's stupid. Anyway, (laughs) they can't type. Baffled the Internet's giant wall that stretches across the globe completely around the world. Now, couldn't that just be a glitch in the program? Probably. Many have thought that the giant mysterious wall was man-made, perhaps older than all known civilizations serving an unknown purpose in history. Others... Link it to the UFO slash alien phenomenon where it was put there for some bizarre experiment, naturally. Okay, so that point right there is like, as ludicrous as my last story. This is what I'm saying, How dude. the hell can we put motivation behind any of this no, crap we or can't. say that it's alien? We can't. We cannot. No. People, people are losing their shit more and more by the day. I'm, I'm confident in saying this. I don't care. I mean, I love the fact that people look into this kind of stuff and find this kind of stuff and research this kind of stuff, but you lose me when you start putting motivation behind things because you're just 
making a massive assumption or even where not even motivation where no. the hell it came from they're already saying that it's probably alien like what but if you look at the program itself that is most likely what is going on it is most likely in the software itself not anything to do with the globe or anything that's mapped or how google earth maps it no it's a fucking glitch basically I don't. Uh, I just. I, I give up. <laughs> it is ridiculous. I love it. Absolutely love it. Now let's I, go look for the wall. I mean, yeah. what would be the purpose of this wall? Is That's it what like I'm Trump's saying. Trump's wall to keep the Mexicans out, or <laughs> is it like at one point did we have a problem with the uh, other half of the world and we had to put something up to keep them out? Shit, I don't know. How would you build something like that? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know, man. They're saying that it was basically like, I'm not saying it was aliens, <laughs> but it was aliens. That's what they're saying. They're saying it was for some reason, for some experimentation thing. I'm like, well, what the fuck's the experiment? If you know so much, then just fucking out with it already. You know what I'm saying? Ridiculous. All right, so we have we still will have to go scuba dive in Lake Michigan for that weird thing up there, the Stonehenge thing under there. Yeah. Or was that Lake Erie? I think it was Michigan. We have to go there, and now we have to go do some scuba diving. Apparently, well, we got a massive amount of area we can go because it goes around the entire planet. But yeah, we'll just pick a spot. Find it. We'll just pick a spot. Hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be very good at this whole scuba thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a fan of scuba either. I just, I don't know. We need to get some, like, um, Save. well, uh, for lack of a better term, some bitches, some <laughs> personal bitches that will go and do our bidding, and we'll send them down there <laughs> to find it. We're going to get assistance. We gotta assistance, get to- <laughs> that's a better word. <laughs> Other people call them interns, you know what I mean? We'll okay, figure it out. Yeah, that's that's we'll good figure too. It out. We'll figure but it I, out. I like I like bitches. You so. like bitches, so we'll get <laughs> the ecto bitches to go and check out what the fuck's going on. Oh my god! <laughs> so if you want to be an ecto bitch, reach out to us because we could make Please. it happen. Yeah, we could. We always got stuff and things that we're going to need assistance with. You know what I'm saying? There's one in the chat box right now. Richard Rose can be the first ecto bitch. Rick. Is Rick listening right now? (laughs) He is. All right. Hey, buddy. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see here. Um. Damn. I think it's this one. Good stuff. What are you not, looking not for? Not that one. What are you looking for, pal? <laughs> Can you, uh, what are you doing? Did I lose you entirely? No, I'm here. Did you shut your video off or something, or is mine off? No, yours is on. Okay. Skype oh. is having a little freak out moment at the, at, at, at the moment. I don't know what. No, I'm doing something. You're doing something. Oh, you're bringing Rick in. I'm trying to. Oh, okay. He's got like three different accounts. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know where the hell he could be. Oh, but he did say he could be the ecto bitch. I would be all about that. Rick, buddy, if you're listening, I'm going to need that recorder back too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Some shit He's online now. Hey, hey. Where you at? You gorgeous bastard. Rick. Damn it. Here he's coming. He he's coming. He's coming. He's coming on. Hey, buddy. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we got it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't shut my fucking video off, you son of a bitch. Hey, Look buddy. Look at these motherfuckers right here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi, Rick. How's it going, Necto, bitch? Oh, hold on. Let me close it down. See, it's that quick. It's just that quick. 
We need something done. It happens. Yeah, That's but my the... headset's not working. Hold on. Oh, shit. God, this fucking ramblings of a maniac. Fucking production <laughs> value. I understand that, buddy. <laughs> I totally understand. Beats Wireless, yeah. There we go. Beats. Gotta get your beats. What's going on with this thing? Can you hear us at all? I can hear you, oh, but okay. is there a bad feedback? That is the question. No. I no, I can hear you just fine. Yeah. Well fuck, it works then. I mean <laughs> sorry, we don't us. Now we we've uh we've switched over to the word donk now. So instead of saying fuck, <laughs> we have to say donk. Josh switched over to that word. <laughs> well donk. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Oh my goodness. So what's I new, man? What the fuck's new? Not much. I was actually just getting ready to get a hold of you. Sexy. I love it. Love it. She's like, uh, your equipment pack. <laughs> yeah, he's been bitching about that for months. I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta get a hold of Rick, man. If we're gonna do this thing at the manor, I gotta, I gotta get a hold of Rick and get my stuff. <laughs> Friday, Friday, I'm gonna send it back. See, I oh, was sweet. keeping it as ransom. Yeah, but it just didn't work because I couldn't get back up to Iowa. No, I understand, dude. I totally understand. And with this move coming on and Dude, all that stuff, it's well. Plus, Iowa is a hell of a trip anyway. And let's be honest, like nobody has Iowa as a destination. Okay, like everybody is traveling through. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm the only crazy one that has Iowa as a destination. You have before. You have before. I'm driving That's up damn sure. this weekend. It's yeah. my destination. You're like two hours away. I would take off like literally Friday morning and be in Iowa that night. But I got to meet people at my place. I got stuff and things to do. Yeah, we're recording the 200th episode at Malvern with the Ouija board. And we got some other guests, possibly, possibly a a couple guests. And nobody reached out to Rick motherfucking Rose. Okay. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I see how it is, bitch. I see how it is. Oh, my goodness. Right. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Fucking well, get your ass it. out there. <clears throat> oh, now you want to invite me. Okay. Hey, what is tonight? It's Monday. It is well, Monday. Well, until tonight, until tonight, you weren't an ecto bitch. That's a good point. So. Well, I will wear that with pride. If you get me a shirt, that I was says just going to say that. I will wear it. I was just right, going to say I, that. Done. I could do that. Because I, I, I see Jason shared my famous photo all over fucking Twitter. Oh, yeah. Twitter. Two of them. Two of uh, them. You know that that uh that it was actually a conversation piece this morning at a funeral. Oh, hell. Out of all places, a damn funeral. <laughs> and one of my cousins was like, you know, you can do a Snapchat video for us, but please don't make it a brawn paintings. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is spiral, not a control. You only have yourself to blame. It's getting out of hand. <laughs> That's what happens when I get out of our comedy podcast. Hell, yeah. That's the way to do it. Oh, though. I'm telling you what. I'm going to, this is a cheap promo, but wait till this Thursday night. Nice. What you got? We have a PSA. Old Jay Lynch ended up in the hospital. Yeah, dude. Oh, after recording, well, everybody's like, "Get, get soon, Jay, or get well soon, get well soon." They have no idea the story behind it. All right, Jay broke his dick having sex. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna yes. do a whole episode. I didn't know we're that. Do a whole episode. Happen. Yeah. I didn't know that was a real thing. Fuck yes, me, that's amazing. He called me at 11 at night and said, I'm on the way to the hospital. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, I don't know. I heard a loud pop. I looked down at my junk. It was black and blue and swollen. Oh. I said, did you? <laughs> oh, my God. The poor guy. So, yeah, we're going to dedicate a whole show. I don't blame you at all. That is amazing. Oh, that's, yeah. How do you? And that's what I told him. I said, "This is what we get for recording early." Because yeah. we did last week. We recorded early, <laughs> and I let him alone for that hour and a half, and he ended up in the emergency room having emergency surgery. That's what happens. So, Ram leagues of a maniac will no oh longer record. 
<laughs> I cannot wait to freaking hear this. Oh my god, it's gonna be great. That is gonna be great. Poor guy. How do you? Oh, how do you break your? He broke his yeah, smack, I man. I, I don't. I had only heard stories about it. I didn't know it was true. Damn. But it was funny because he posted this long thing about having urolo- urology surgery and <laughs> just all kinds of stuff. And I, I saw that. There, I threw as funny puns as I could Yeah, for sex. Like, so I'm sorry you were the... thrusted in the, in the position. <laughs> <laughs> does he need a GoFundMe set up for his penis? For his wang. Yeah. Dude. You want to do that just as a joke? <laughs> Please set it up fuck. right now. Please, God, we got to do <laughs> We absolutely need to do that. Hold on. It's happening. Save Jay's wang. <laughs> oh, my God. This could be epic. Save the schmack. <laughs> this is amazing. You guys didn't think you would get yourselves into this by calling me tonight, hey, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome though awesome. so you guys were talking about aliens though and I know yeah. how much Josh loves aliens yeah still planning on getting you abducted I'm fine with it it's gonna happen we're I'm gonna fine do with the it. film Rick just took off I think he broke something Rick did you break something Rick's grabbing more beer oh, okay okay <laughs> Sorry, I didn't make a quick run. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh my goodness! Now, speaking of all this fun stuff, though, Jason, did you come up with like a with an end of the world type scenario for us this week? Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's end of the world in that um, it's not good for the world. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do that. Leaked reports claim Soviet Union fallout worse than Chernobyl. What? Uh, this comes from Mysterious Universe. Uh, the nuclear disasters of Chernobyl and Fukushima are regarded as the two worst nuclear disasters our planet has witnessed. While the Chernobyl meltdown was once regarded as the radioactive dis- or the worst radioactive disaster on the planet, the fallout from Fukushima disaster has recently shown to spike at levels above those measured at, measured at Chernobyl. Now, terrifying leaked Soviet documents show that those disasters might be overshadowed by covered up nuclear testing from the height of the Cold War and nu- the nuclear arms race. Wow. A new scientist has reported that the discovery of Cold War era reports which show that the Soviet nuclear tests in 1956 at the infamous semi-Platonist test site had a worse environmental and human impact than the Chernobyl disaster. The report is claimed to have been found by scientists from the Institute of Biophysics in Moscow who discovered the documents in a dusty, forgotten archive at the Institute of Radiation Medicine and Ecology in Kazakhstan. That's interesting. According to this website, uh, these documents show the Soviet Union's 1956 atomic tests that left Kazakhstan villages throughout the region dangerously irradiated. I'm not going to pronounce the name of this city, but near this city, radioactive substances that affected the people in the environment fell out repeatedly for years. One report claims that close to 700 people were hospitalized for acute radiation poisoning, but now many might have died remains, or how many might have died remains a mystery. The Soviet reported downplays the role that radiation could have played in these illnesses, instead blaming the illnesses on local people's diets and lifestyle. What? While the radioactive damage has already been done, these documents are an important piece of nuclear history history and underline the need for transparency, which is never going to happen with the Soviet Union. Right. Um, This isn't the first cover-up of a secret Soviet weapons disaster to be unearthed recently. Just last year, Harvard historians pieced together the hidden history of an outbreak of weaponized anthrax from the Soviet Biological Weapons Lab. So yeah, this is old stuff, but it's still floating around and and it makes you wonder how many other clouds of radiation that were flying through. Because now, 
Like it just came out a couple weeks ago that you can actually fly through a radiation cloud. Yes. And not they won't know it, and it can actually cause cancer in you. Well, fuck They're yeah, that would. big. Yeah. Just floating around up there. If you fly somewhere, you might end up getting cancer. Now you think about all that, uh, all the people out there that fly like for work and shit, and they're constantly in the air. You know what I'm saying? Like back and forth constantly. You think about those guys. Like the chances are even greater there. You know what I mean? It's fucked up, man. It's scary. It's a scary thought. <sighs> Goddamn people. Sons of bitches. Whatever. Why does everything come out of Russia, though? Like the <laughs> Russian area? Well, it's everything massive. Like asteroids. It's almost like a quarter of the planet. Yeah. Well, old Soviet Union was almost right. like a quarter of the planet. So, yeah, And they're very secretive. And they are probably, I mean, along with China and us, the most technologically advanced country, yeah. at least at one point in time. For sure. So... And they're very, they're even more secretive than our government and more controlling than our government. So, yeah. damn, dude. And they don't care about their citizens as much as our government claims to, anyways. <laughs> I love how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> as much as ours claim to, yeah. Yeah. That's fun stuff, man. All right, gents. Well, I tell you what, we're going to wrap up the show. And, uh, well, let's let Rick tell everybody about ramblings and where oh, to yeah, find ramblings. Let's do that. that. So so here, here's just I've printed off right now because you're talking about GoFundMe. Yeah. I'm writing up a GoFundMe. It's happening. Nice. A, they're asking us to tell their story. So I said on, J, on 23rd March of 2017 Jay Lynch, a host of the fastest growing comedy podcast Ramblings of a Maniac Recorded a show early and decided to get in trouble after the show. <laughs> after the show was Jay Lynch decided to get frisky with his wife of twenty five plus years. <laughs> after months of holding off, Teresa Lynch decided she would give up the goods and Jay Lynch too excited. <laughs> Jay Lynch got too excited and decided to go in too hard and ended up breaking his most treasured member. We are Rick. <laughs> Jay Lynch a penis extension and support. Please find it to support Jay's penis. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, shit. That is perfectly so, worded. So yeah, you guys... <laughs> You're a fucking wordsmith. I love it. <laughs> you, you should have seen it. It's been all week. And he, he's probably going to give me hell for this. But uh, yeah, you guys can listen to Ramblings of a Maniac podcast actually live on Richard Rose's timeline Thursday nights. Um, or Friday mornings that's released on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. So, Hell please listen yeah. this Thursday. We're going to do a PSA on broken penises. <laughs> Cannot wait for this, dude. <laughs> I heard that ramblings of, the maniac, ramblings of a Maniac made someone moist. Yes, it made Jody moist. <laughs> and you were very happy about that yes. on the show, on the well, last you episode. Know, we could have had the show. Uh, that is awesome. But yeah, she did. She said it made her moist. She loved it. She was from Arizona. So we ran with it. Fuck yes. I don't know why you wouldn't. I think Josh froze. Josh, of course, Josh froze. Of yeah, course, Josh froze. Did Josh freeze again or can you hear me? Sons of bitches. I'm, I'm fucking out of it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> can you hear me at all? It's all on you, Jay. I can hear you. I can hear you now. Oh, Mike, so you got to carry it. That, um, you got to carry it now. <laughs> we are on the Pod Bros Network. Go check out podbros.com. They have great shows like Language of Bromance we've had on here before. And one that I was listening to today called The Baddest Ass. It's two guys from Canada that they, it's uh, listener driven content in that they have people throw. And suggested names for badasses, and they pick out of the hat each week, one each, and then they just you know research them and talk about while they why their person is the baddest ass. So it's a pretty good show. It's only That's thirty funny. minutes long, and they just go back and forth debating on who's the most badass. 
That's freaking hilarious. That's like a really cool premise, too. Huh. Fun times. All right, peeps. Well, I tell you what. We're going to let you go. And hope you have the great rest of the week. Keep trucking on through. And until Friday morning, we will talk to you very, very soon. Peace out. 